Save big money and transform your home with new appliances now at Menards. We offer the lowest prices and the largest in-stock appliance selection ready to take home today. Check out top appliance brands, including KitchenAid, Maytag, Whirlpool, Amana, and Criterion. Upgrade your home and save big money on new appliances at Menards. Shop our entire selection of appliance options online today at Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Weekdays starting at 4 on NBC4. Another school year with so much uncertainty. News 4 is working for you, dedicating important coverage to keeping kids safe at school. Helping you navigate the biggest issues facing parents, children, and teachers. And giving you expert guidance from local doctors and educators. And showing you ways to manage stress weekday afternoons starting at 4. We'll help you get through the school year safely. Weekdays starting at 4 on NBC4. We're working for you. Hi, this is Jay Billis of ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. And the ML Sports Platter is back with you all over the major platforms. Please do download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review. Really appreciate all of that. It does help spread the word of the platter, and we are presented by our great friends at Bryant and Stratton College, Syracuse. Two great locations, Oswego Street in Liverpool and James Street in the city. They have two and four-year degrees starting very, very soon, and don't forget about their brand-new nursing program as well, Bryant and Stratton College, Syracuse, the official college of the ML Sports Platter. Huge tip of the cap, thank you as well, to Welch & Company Jewelers, uh, Camillus Golf Club, and Sit Mean Sit Syracuse, the number one dog training uh, in the area, if you're in and around Central New York, you need that best dog training. Improve your life, improve your pup's life. You name it, go there. Free consultations right now. They'll evaluate everything, every dog, every breed, every behavior. Dave and his staff really doing a great job. One of 147 franchise locations for Sit Means Sit around the country. Go ahead and visit them online at sitmeansit.com. That's sitmeansit.com. Sit Means Sit Dog Training of Syracuse is a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. I'm super pumped up to chat some baseball and some stats with the incredible uh, customer uh, success and social media uh, correspondent for Stathead. Uh, she's a queen of stats for talking Yanks, and she's been in her previous days. You probably remember her from ESPN, the Monday Morning Quarterback, SB Nation, The Athletic, New York City, River Ave Blues, you name it, she's done it. Really, really recommend to follow on Twitter here as well, at KT Sharp. That's at KT Sharp. Katie Sharp, welcome aboard. Thanks so much for coming back on. How are you? Yeah, thanks for having me on, Mike. Yeah, it's great to uh, great to talk to you again. Let's jump right out of the gate. Will the Yankees make the playoffs? It's going to be tough. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Um, they've got a bunch of teams to jump ahead of, and they, I mean, right now, they just have been devastated by not just injuries, but injuries plus COVID. Um, they just haven't been able to have any consistency. You know, what I see is this team is, yeah, they'll break out for two or three games, and then they'll look horrible for three or four games. Um, so in order for them to, you know, to make that playoff push, they're going to have to find some consistency, sinking both their pitching and their hitting. Okay, so on that note, though, they have gotten a recent jolt out of one Anthony Rizzo, the Cubs blew up the roster from the World Series five years ago. 
And I know that you have been tweeting out just staggering numbers with this guy. Can you get into some of the things that he has done so far in pinstripes, Katie, some of the remarkable uh, numbers? Well, I think my favorite one is um, it was uh, tweeted out a couple days ago um, after after he played two games with the franchise. And he had reached base eight times in those two games combined. And he's the first Yankee to ever do that in their first two games with the franchise. Um, so that's just remarkable if you think about all the players that have come through um, in Yankees history to uh, to have one, you know, him be the only player that's done that's reached base eight times combined in the first two games. And I think that just really speaks to the kind of player that he is. He's not very flashy, but I mean, he is a well above average offensively and well above average defensively. Um, and that's just a player that the Yankees haven't really seen on a consistent basis that also has durability um, in terms of number of games played. So um, I just I just think it, what he's done so far coming into into New York has been remarkable. What What are some things, other things that have jumped out to you this year in, in a good or bad way, you know, numbers and anything else in between uh, about this team? I, I had them pegged. Uh, to win the division, losing the postseason because I just didn't see the timely hitting. I didn't see enough pitching. I haven't changed on that. I think if they, even even if they make it, I've changed a little bit on the division. But um, you know, I, I think they'll actually make the playoffs. I think they'll they'll there's somehow there's some way that they'll do it. Walking on that tightrope, they'll suck everybody in and then boom, fall down again in the playoffs. But so far this year, is there anything else that, in a good way or bad way, that kind of you said, man, I I didn't see that coming. Well, I think in a bad way, I think it's the explosiveness of the offense. And I, I just really want to get to the specifics of that. Um, because, I mean, this is basically essentially the same offensive team that we've had, um, you know, the past couple of years when they've been leading the, the league and runs scored. And I think the one, um, the one that's stat that really tells this is the number of times that they've scored five runs in an inning. And this used to be the Yankees, like, M.O. They would just kind of bludgeon teams with these, like, breakout innings, and then the teams would just kind of never be be able to catch up again. And right now, I believe they're up to, I think it's only about seven times they've scored five-plus runs in an inning this season. And there's only one team that's done that fewer times, the Marlins. Um, So... That, that to me, is a really telling stat. I mean, and there's a bunch of other stats that you can go through, the double plays, just pure runs scored. But to me, it's really that explosiveness that they've been missing this season. Tell you what, the double plays have been brutal. And I, and I, and I know yeah. I'm not going to jump on and bury and crush analytics in baseball because I know that you're a big stat person, so I don't want <laughs> to go down that road because I know you'll, you'll defend them more times than not. I'm not I, I think there's a place in the game for them. Uh, but I do think we've gotten a little away from baseball, the actual game, and the analytics have changed that, um, you know, with the spin rate and the launch angle and the exit velo and all these different things. I'm okay with some of the little numbers here and there, but I think we've gotten kind of away from the old traditional baseball way. And, you know, there's a lot of pop-ups, too, in the game right now because of this over-swinging mm-hmm. stuff, Katie. You, you at least have to admit that. I mean, the double plays and the pop-ups and all the rest, it's just an ugly look. Yeah, I mean, but the double plays you could almost see coming because the Yankees, A, are extremely right-handed. Well, they were before they got Gallo and Rizzo. They have slow players, and they hit the ball hard, and that's base, and they get on base, too. 
it's not like they don't ever get on base, but they get on base through walks or, or yeah. whatnot. They're on base all so the time. That, that's kind yeah. of, yeah, that's kind of yeah. the perfect yeah. recipe for hitting into a lot of double plays. Yeah. Guys who hit right-handed, who are slow, and hit the ball hard. Yeah. Um, and the one thing that's changed is they're hitting the ball hard on the ground this, this year rather than hitting the ball over the fences. Um, so, yeah, I think – and the thing you said about analytics, analytics is really, in my opinion, it's there to provide information. But once you provide the analytics and you provide the information, then it's up to other people to then, you know, use that information in the correct way. And so analytics are fine. It's just the way that you use those analytics. And, you know, you, so you can blame the people that are using the analytics on the Yankees. They're not doing it in the right manner. Um, and that's, you know, that's causing a lot of problems and issues for this team this season. Katie Sharp, our guest here, of course, the stat head, social media, customer success uh, consultant, queen of stats for talking Yanks and the John Boy folks over there as well. Uh, just great work in the past with a bunch of platforms, including River Ave Blues and uh, The Athletic. New York City, she's on Twitter, and I, I would suggest uh, following. It's a must-follow, at KT Sharp. That's at the letter K, the letter T, and then Sharp. Um, Joey Gallo, should the Yankees have gone out and gotten him? Absolutely. Really? He does a lot for this this team, especially with the left-handed power. Um, he gets on base a ton, and I think he just he fits really well into this lineup, and he's extremely athletic. He's a terrific defender. Um, like I said, I think that he's, you know, it's, if you think about the people that have played the outfield for the Yankees this season, um, and if we just go through it, he's basically pushing Gardner to the bench, you know, for most for the most part. Um, and then obviously with Frazier Hurt and, and whatnot, and you've got people like Greg Allen, and you've got this Jonathan Davis guy coming up. Um, I mean, just to have him in the lineup and have his him, his bat, his defense in there every day in the outfield, um, yeah, I think that he's going to provide a lot of help for the Yankees this season. DJ LeMahieu, um, you know, the Yankees basically stole him, two-year deal, and then they obviously paid him in the offseason going into 2021. Um, I, I just love watching the guy play baseball. He's a throwback guy. He's versatile, multiple positions, hits for average and power, uh, slick field while he's manning multiple positions. Do you see him, uh, you know, this year, one of the big things with the Yankees not hitting with runners in scoring position, as you know, Katie, is LeMahieu was struggling for a good long while. Do you see him coming out of that right now? It's tough. Um, he's still not hitting the ball with any authority, and he's not going to the opposite field as much as he does, and that's really his M.O., is to hit the ball hard to the opposite field and to make contact. Um, and he's having probably his worst season in years in terms of that, yeah. um, just really barreling up on the ball and, um, you know, you wouldn't think it, but he's just, he's, he's, his strikeout rate is, is going to be a career high for him except for his rookie season. Um, so I just, you know, I just, I don't see him. I haven't seen the consistency from him. I mean, I know he had that long on base streak, but really what it was, was a lot of singles. You know, some walks in there, those one for fours, one for fives. Yep. Um, so if you look at his overall on-base percentage and his batting average during that on-base streak, it wasn't extremely impressive. Um, so it's possible he's maybe coming out. I mean, he had some good couple games against the Orioles recently, but, uh, you know, once again, it's the Orioles. So you, you got to take that with a little grain of salt. Um, but I really need to see him both hitting the ball hard and hitting the ball to the opposite field with consistency before I can say that he's 
he's totally back. I can't stand watching Araldus Chapman pitch. Um, <laughs> the 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 smirks and the postseason failures and the neck tattoos and the sweating and the off the field stuff. I, I just I'm so over this guy. I wish they'd trade him. Do do you think that they should uh, trade him A and B? I know you've been tweeting a lot about Loizaga. Um, is is he a guy who you would give the closer job to? Well, I don't think that uh, Raldis Chapman has much trade value. Um, essentially, I mean, he's 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 up there, getting up there in age. Yeah. Um, I know he's been pitching better of lately, but his value is is not great right now. Um, I absolutely would love to see Loizaga get more high leverage innings. Uh, just the combination that he has with that fastball and the curveball. Um, and he, he's, he's actually talked openly about liking to pitch under pressure and liking to pitch in the ninth inning. And the mentality, the closer mentality is basically half of the battle um, when you're trying to be a closer. Um, so I absolutely would love to see Jonathan Eliza get some more high leverage innings and, and start closing some more games. Okay, I got one more for you, Katie. Um, and this has been outstanding as, as always. Uh, Stathead. Give my listeners an idea of what Stathead is all about, that platform. Well, it's terrific. What it basically is, it's just a super powerful, amazing research tool where you can basically have access to um, baseball references, entire database of Major League Baseball stats going back to, you know, 1901. And there's a ton of different ways that you can slice and dice the data, um, filter it. And you can get as granular to the down to the uh, pitch level. You can look at like specific hits, specific home runs. Everybody's hit. Um, there's ways to find streaks and spans, and you know best seasons. It's it's just it's incredible. Um, it's it may be a little bit overwhelming, but it can basically answer any um, question to do with sports. And it's not just baseball. Um, we have Stathead for basketball, uh, hockey and football as well so it's it's i mean i think it's it's just the most wonderful thing if you're a sports fan (laughs) and you're interested in in stats and and learning more about the game sounds amazing talking yank stat head etc get her work on twitter at kt sharp that's at the letter k the letter t sharp a must follow uh, on twitter previously espn the monday morning quarterback sb nation the athletic new york city and river ave blues been at it for a long time and someone uh, in the business who helps set the standard. Katie Sharp, thank you a million. Appreciate this. Yeah, thanks so much for having me on, Mike. The ML Sports Platter is brought to you by Rosie's Corner. If you're in and around central New York, make sure you head on over to Rosie's every single Friday. It's Fish Friday with your mac and cheese, your coleslaw, and your french fries as well. They've got the pizza and wing combinations, gift cards for any occasion, and, of course, hot and cold subs, your uh, chicken salads and Pepsi products and desserts all the way through the cooler at Rosie's Corner, right in front of the Burton Bridge, right off the Bartell Road, exit in and around central New York, home for the holidays, seeing friends and family. Man, grab some Rosie's. Why cook during the summertime, right? It's too hot sometimes. Go see my friends at Rosie's Corner. Jason, Jody, and the gang doing an amazing job. Big tip of the cap, thank you as well to Burton Ace Hardware, Sit Means Sit Syracuse, and the Vince Aguera Consulting Group. Become a better leader both personally and professionally with the Vince Aguera Consulting Group. Log on today to vcgtransforms.com. See what programs you can get involved with uh, as we speak. And I do want to mention a quick little uh, 
uh, shout out, thank you to the Swan and Whitaker families for their support of the platform, as well as Liverpool Physical Therapy and Camillus Golf Club. Boy, I'll tell you what, let's keep the baseball talk going, keep the Yankee talk going with a guy who is the host of the Short Porch, uh, just does an unbelievable job for Barstool Sports. He's on Twitter, at Barstool Hubs, that's at Barstool H-U-B-B-S. He's a Yankees and MLB writer and editor for Barstool Sports, and again, the host of the Short Porch, my favorite Yankee podcast, also happens to be a graduate of Syracuse University. It's Eric Hubs. Eric, buddy, thank you so much for jumping on. Welcome back. What's going on, Mike? Pleasure to be back. Well, uh, look, before we get to the Yanks, uh, you're a Syracuse grad. I saw your tweet as well. Uh, you know, a lot of people get nuts over this Bayheim's Army stuff. You enjoyed watching those games, and uh, they they won it all. So how about some thoughts on that first? <laughs> uh, I happen to be watching the last few minutes, <laughs> and they and they won. I did not follow them religiously, but yeah. They've been they've been in that tournament forever, uh, for years, and uh, it was good. They won. Funny though, like if you look at that team, <laughs> some guys that did not play for Syracuse <laughs> that were contributing. There were some guys on that team who did not play for Syracuse that were contributing, uh, but a win's a win. I'll take it. Out of the Yankees last night, I'm watching Chapman do it again, sweating. Uh, yeah. Walking around the mound, looking ridiculous. The faces, the tattoos on the neck, the off-field stuff. I, I'm so done with this guy. And all I could think about as I'm watching this clown is your guys' segment on the short porch about the bullpen. You know, kind of power ranking these guys. What three you can count on? He, I mean, I'm telling you at this point, I'm ready to just ditch this guy and give Loisaga the closer spot, Eric. Yeah, um, and they have Loisaga warming up the whole inning, and Correct. it's like. Why is he warming up if they're not going to bring him in to face Hanniger? Sure. Which, which was bizarre. Uh, but, yeah, I, I had him fourth on my trust tree. Uh, and I had Chad Green ahead of him. And oh, he's Chad Green's good. also another guy who just sometimes he just, when he doesn't have it, he gets rocked. Loisk is the most consistently dominant pitcher by far. Um, maybe they're trying to stay away, away from him because they used him the night before. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a tightrope walk with him. A lot of these times, it's been uh, less disastrous, let's say, with Chapman uh, over you know the last two or three weeks. He's been better. It's still uh, you know a heart attack city when you're watching him. Uh, same thing with Zach Britton, really. Um, with his control, you never can trust these. It's never easy with those two guys right now. With Loisaga, it's a lot less easier, a uh, lot, lot less calmer. But it is what it is. They're they're winning games. And Joey Gallo gets on the board, huh? I know you were. You, you guys, uh, we'll get to the gear. I want to promote some stuff that you guys are selling too. But uh, Joey Gallo on the board, and I, I saw your video uh, clip there from the Yes Network, and and he's boy, I tell you what, him and Rizzo just great fits for this team, really. It's really crazy the the starts they've had. Uh, now I guess him a little slower, but he was really producing. He's getting on base. He's, he's sure. a goal glove outfielder. But Rizzo's been great, obviously. Uh, since he's since he's joined the team, yeah, it's great. The impact they've had is fantastic. Just what they needed since the trade deadline, they only got one loss. Um, they're rising up the standings. Uh, it, it's it's really cool. Also, you mentioned the clip, like you know, it also you know it, it plays so much more. He, he you know he grew up a diehard Yankees fan. His family's from Long Island. He's living his lifelong dream. Uh, that was a massive home run. It felt like a playoff moment when the ball finally landed in, in the short porch. But uh, it was great to see and. It was a massive, massive, massive win, especially because 
They got Wandy Peralta starting today with a full bullpen game. Oh. You don't know what the hell is, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. So uh, you needed that win. Let's just say that. That's right. Eric Hubbs with us here on the ML Sports Platter, the terrific Barstool Sports host of the Short Porch, MLB Yankees writer at Barstool Hubs on Twitter. We'll ask you a couple more here, Eric, and, and then promote your stuff and let you run. Um, two-parter here. Will the Yankees make the playoffs, and do you want them to make the playoffs? And the reason I asked the second part is you guys are very realistic. There's a difference between reality and negativity. You guys are realistic. You tell it how it is. I'd like to think I'm like that as well. You know, some of me gets the feeling that if they miss the playoffs, maybe maybe that is finally the wake-up call that Hal needs. Maybe there is never going to be a wake-up call. I don't know, but, you know, do you, do you want them to make it? Do you think they'll make it? I'd answer your question differently if they didn't go out and go get Rizzo and Gallo because this was now granted obviously they didn't go with luxury tax they had, they paid a premium on prospects to not have to pay the Cubs or or Rangers any money or these guys but getting Gallo and Rizzo at the deadline um, showed that hey they they believe this team is good enough with a little bit of a push that's a lot of bit of a push actually um, and you know they barely they, they needed these left handed power bats so desperately it's like what are we doing with a already dominant lineup with the short fortune right, just not take advantage of it while everyone else is. Well, now they're making a run here, and yes, I, they are going to make the playoffs, and I think they're going to make a run towards the division as well. The Red Sox are in a free fall. Uh, they also play the Rays a ton. So those guys are going to you know, beat each other up here uh, down the stretch. Yankees play, I think, they, I think they play the Red Sox six more times and the Rays three more times. Um, so I, I don't think division, uh, as we're talking here on August 6th, is out of the question. I believe they're five back in the loss column. And in terms of the wild card, uh, they're two back of the A's. They're coming up on the Red Sox here uh, for the for the number one spot. The playoffs are very, very much in play, as I think division is as well. So I am very much rooting for them to make the playoffs and go far. I'm, I'm not that crazy. Yeah, game and a half out of the second wild card. Isn't it incredible, by the way? You play all these games. The Yankees have had really, until this point, a really rough season. Now the corona stuff is added in there. They've had the injuries, the off-and-on stuff, the Brett Gardner, uh, all the things that go into it that have made you and I and many others so frustrated. And we still have two whole months of baseball left. It's just, it's unbelievable, isn't it, when you think about, hey, there's still 45, 50 games left, guys, you know? It's really such a long season, and every year, without fail, I'll trick myself into believing the season, you know, the sky's falling in May, you know, like a, a, a seven to 10, you know, now granted this year, there was, there's some worse, many more worse loss of the seasons than I could ever imagine in one season. And like you said, we still have two months to go. There's like seven, eight that you can count on one hand, on two hands, uh, that make you just want to, you know, not go to sleep. That's how bad they are. So, um, it's been a really long year, but yeah, without fail, sometimes a baseball fan will, We'll trick themselves into thinking the world's ending when there's so much time left. It's crazy. Give me the key Yankee starting pitcher, the key bullpen guy, and the key offensive player down the stretch if they're going to get in. Okay, starting pitcher. Um, I'm going to say Garrett Cole. Uh, that guy's got to really get consistently good again. Uh, he's obviously shown since the substance stuff came out. Um, he had the complete game shutout in Houston, which was one of the best regular season starts I think I've ever seen. Um, followed by the Red Sox start, where he went six innings, eleven strikeouts. But followed that up with two, you know, bad starts. Really, uh, didn't go deep in games. Um, he's got to figure it out now. Maybe 
Now, I think Matt Blake alluded to this, the corona stuff. You don't want someone to get corona, obviously, but him and Monty getting a little bit of a breather here might not be the worst thing in the world uh, as we enter the stretch run here. So it's Garrett Cole. You, you got to have your ace pitching well. Jameson Tyone is great. He can't be the ace of the team, which he is right now. Um, Jordan Montgomery's been awesome as well. I would say also Luis Severino. I don't want to put too much pressure on a guy coming back from Tommy John. Just do your thing. Give me five innings if you can, and uh, and we'll hand it over the bullpen for for Seve. But Garrett Cole starts. It starts and stops with him, as it always does. You know, the three hundred three hundred million dollar man. Um, bullpen wise, um, I'm gonna say. Look at I, I, I'm going to go out of the box here because obviously you want to say Luiz I'm going to say Lucas uh, Lucas Lickie. Mm. He's been so consistently good all year. You look at his numbers. I was at the stadium this week. And you just look up the scoreboard. It's like that many strikeouts. To, it's like it's such a great strike to walk ratio with him. He's so consistent. He gives up such soft contact. He's been such a steady steady hand um, out of the pen really all year. He's got to continue to do that and come. You know, they're going to ask him to get big big outs as the lefty there. Um, they got a ton of guys now. Like they're deep. Like I even like Steven Riding's a lot with his one-on-one fastball and all that. And Clay Holmes just inducing ground balls left and right. They all of a sudden have turned into bullpen here. Now, like it's still shaky with Chapman and Britain, but they've got a bullpen that has potential to be very, very nasty. Um, and the offensive bat for you, I mean, I think it's, I think it's Stan. How could it not be Stan? I mean, you, you, if you have bats the last few days have been actually really nice. The swings have been good since he... And also, with Stan, how much does he play the outfield? That's a big part. Because with Luke Voigt sitting on the bench right now and in the minor leagues, they have no place for him. But if you add Luke Voigt to this offense as your DH and you're allowed to play Stan in left field or right field, that adds a whole different level to this lineup. So that's why I'm putting so much emphasis on Stan being important. Does he play the outfield more? Does he, does he hit the ball? You know, he's had a good year statistically. He's had a really bad month plus here, though. Um, so it's all in Stanton to really get this whole offense um, to a whole new level. Yeah, and that's one of the major issues with Stanton is that when he's been just a hitter, uh, and with what he does and the one-dimensional stuff, he blocks a lot of the roster. You put him in the field, he can do more, you're more versatile, opens up the door. Speaking of Luke Voigt, this is the last baseball one that I'll have you plug your stuff. What's next for this guy, Luke Voigt? So they they got him in Scranton right now. Um, he plays tonight. He had a day off yesterday. He had a home run, I think, on Sunday. Um, but there, you know, they, I, I read an article that they had three multiple trades on trade deadline day ready to go, and teams pulled out, and for whatever reason. But, you know, they were trying to deal this guy for maybe some relief pitching or what and whatnot, but couldn't happen. I feel really bad for the guy. He led the league in home runs last year. He played on basically one foot. Um, he had injury problems all year this year, starting with the meniscus, the, the obliques, and the knee again. I feel bad. He's a he's a heart and soul of this team the last few years. Um, you know, he, he he's the only guy who really gives a crap, and he says the you know the things to the media when players just won't say anything. He'll be like, "Yeah, we stink right now." He'll just be very upfront about it. I like that stuff a lot. Luke's great. I feel bad though. He's in a very tough spot. Anthony Rizzo is starting first base with his team moving forward without question. Um, maybe Luke can spell him a day or two, but for the most part, Rizzo's out there. And then with Stan's gonna be your DH, there's no spot for Luke Voigt. Um, so that's why Stan playing the outfield will allow Voight maybe to get some at-bats. At worst, I guess he's, a, he's an off-the-bat bench player. But I, they got to get Luke into, on this team, more, most importantly, and in this lineup. Because if you add him to this lineup, man, I mean, at the end of the day, he's an OBP machine. He sees good pitches. 
Um, he's a power power bat. Um, you need Luke Boyd in there. Uh, so I, I really hope they find a way to do it. Now, unfortunately, they're probably going to find a way in him because this team just doesn't stay healthy enough. That mm. the, the opportunity will just present itself for Luke Boyd to have a, uh, uh, you know some at bats with this team. But we'll see. Um, but I. From the Luke Voigt guy over the last few years, I really feel bad for what's going on with him, and I hope he gets the opportunity. Take 30 seconds on uh, promoting some of the apparel with Gallo and uh, Rizzo in the Bronx, right? You guys are selling yeah. some cool stuff. Yeah, we put out uh, an Italian stallion shirt um, that our designer, <laughs> Triggs, uh, he's fantastic, uh, and he came out with it, and I think it's awesome. And we they've been selling like uh, some like wildfire out there, so go to store.barcelsports.com, search uh, Italian Stallions, and uh, and you'll find our stuff. We're tweeting a bunch, and it's on our Instagram and all that. But uh, it's some good stuff. So you might uh, you might be able to see it uh, around Yankee Stadium hopefully the next the next month or two. Love it at Barstool Hubs on Twitter. MLB Yankees writer and editor for Barstool Sports, and the host of the Short Porch, a Syracuse alum, Eric Hubs. Eric, thanks a lot for the time. And hey, I know how pumped you are for SU football, man. It's right around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know me, Mister SU football. That's right, bud. Hey, thanks <laughs> again, man. Me, man. All right. I appreciate it. The ML Sports Platter is brought to you by Rosie's Corner, the Vince Aguirre Consulting Group, Welch & Company Jewelers, and our great friends at Burton Ace Hardware. If you're in and around Central New York today, make sure you stop on by. It's a Children's Miracle Network bucket sale. You make a $5 donation and receive 20% off anything that fits in a bucket. Some exceptions do apply, but you can get quite a bit in those buckets, and uh, it's just great, great, great stuff. It's an awesome cause. You know what you can fit in this bucket, by the way? A Delta Porter faucet. That'll fit in that CMN bucket. That's right. 20% off for that item with room to spare in the bucket. Again, at Bertonese Hardware today. Route 11, get on over there. Uh, if you're in and around the area, you make a $5 donation. You get 20% off anything that fits in the bucket. And it all supports the Children's Miracle Network bucket sale at Burton Ace Hardware. Tip of the cap, thank you as well to Matt Graham, your State Farm agent and the Allen Angs Pub and the Swan and Whitaker families for their support of the ML Sports Platter. Big time thanks to Katie Sharp and Eric Hubs. I'm Mike Lindsley. This is the ML Sports Platter. Hit me on Twitter, at Sports, and be sure to visit pinstripepassion.com for my coverage on the New York Yankees and Major League Baseball. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. Provember event is happening now through November 24th. It's the perfect time to shop GE appliances for all your properties, like the GE side-by-side refrigerator and the GE dishwasher with active flood protect. Durable and reliable, you can always count on GE to deliver the long-lasting performance you're looking for. Available today, shop the full line of GE appliances online or in-store during Lowe's Provember event, now through November 24th. Lowe's, the new home for pros, U.S. only. Your next career move could be your best. Verizon Retail is where people learn, grow, and succeed. We offer the potential to earn up to $50,000 annually and amazing benefits that start on day one. 
Get perks including half off your wireless phone plan, up to $8,000 per year in tuition assistance, and a 401k match to help you reach your goals. Pursue your ambitions today. Learn more and apply at verizon.com forward slash retail careers. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.